What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dude to Bet Sports Show on a hectic, and I mean a hectic, Monday. Uh, boy, I thought I'd just have a nice, quiet little Monday. Then all of a sudden, Kentucky Derby news comes out. Juwan Howard's punching guys. I mean, it's it's been a wild last couple of days. It has. <laughs> so I, uh, I think this is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, we usually, got a lot to talk about, you know. Usually on these shows, we kind of run down the scores and see how this, how did this person play, how did this team play. Maybe not so much. We're going to talk about controversies, basically. I think the whole time during this show, it's a, it's definitely a very wild um, situation, is is how we will call it. Uh, and right as we went on the air, Magic uh, sent us a message. Says it's great timing. ESPN just alerted uh, me that Jawan Howard was suspended for the rest of the regular season. Uh, I had not seen that. Let's, I guess, let's jump into Jawan Howard since since that happened. Yeah, we, right? might, as well, yeah, we might as well hit him first and yeah. uh, go go over that thing first, and then hit him. No pun intended. Right? I know. I, I minute I said that, I thought I shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> we we should start there, I think, and then. Um, I think we need to cover a little bit of the of the horse racing, even though this is very a much. horse racing yep. show. Yep. Uh, because it's sports, and uh, there's so. I mean, you're you're going to have to guide us through that because you're the expert, and uh, you know more about this. And I, you know, I've I've got some. I know most of the people that listen to us are sport are horse people. You know, they're into the horse racing, but. You know, all through that, I had some questions that people were asking me about it. So if I can remember some of them, I'll go over them. But anyway, to the uh, – I think my take is going to be a little different than what most people are going to think on this because I've got some problems with the Wisconsin coach. Okay. I have. And having been a coach and having been on in the shoes that Jawan Howard was in, and I can't defend him either, but that was pretty much a bullshit move calling timeout with 15 seconds left. Mm-hmm. That's rubbing salt in the wounds. And so I don't know whether maybe these guys had had some trouble between each other before. I don't know, but this has happened before uh, to me. And I know this is big time college basketball and you just take it for what it's worth. But him explaining with 15 seconds left that he had some subs on the floor and he didn't want them to not. What difference did it make if they got the ball up the floor? Mm-hmm. Zero. Absolutely zero. And if you'll watch when they're going through the handshake line, which I've always thought was a little weird anyway, they didn't used to do that. Used to that when I played. Game was over. You got your crap and you went to the locker room. <laughs> you didn't say anything to the other team. But anyway, if you'll notice, if you'll go back and watch that, and correct me if I'm wrong, people, 
I saw Jawan Howard's snub the Wisconsin coach. In other words, he just walked, he was going to walk right by him. And the Wisconsin coach grabbed him. I don't think you grabbed Jawan Howard. <laughs> right. He doesn't seem like the kind of person you would grab to me, especially when he's angry. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wonder if he had, if he'd have just let him walk on, would that have been the end of it? I don't know. But he grabbed him and he confronted him and then it started. Yeah. You know, it's like, to me, the Wisconsin coach knew he had done something wrong. And he had to explain it to Jawan Howard. Now, the whole bad part about it is, though, the reason this looks so bad is he threw, I wouldn't call that a punch. You know, that was more like a, just a kind of a swat on the head, you know? Maybe he couldn't get to him. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But and it, it the other interesting thing, and I tweeted this today and I got some reactions is why isn't anybody talking about the assistant coach? Because that's who he hit. Right. He didn't hit the head coach. So what did the assistant coach say to tick him off? And having been in that situation, I'll tell you a little story here in a little while, but when we get when we you know cover get through this a little bit that happened to me once as an assistant, uh I don't think I, I think the assistant coach might have said something like, "Hey, why don't you go on? Why don't you shut up? Why don't you leave us alone?" Something like that. I, I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff to this, isn't there? There's there's more to this, and I think that the Wisconsin coach deserves a suspension of some kind too, because yeah. I think he instigated it a little bit. I really do. Magic says Wisconsin coach laid hands on Howard first, and it seems like the assistant said something inflammatory to draw the punch yeah. attempt. Yeah. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here, okay? There is, sure. First of all, your tweet this morning, somebody said, let's be thankful nobody was seriously injured. That's true. Okay, but people are acting like he Mike tyson the guy. Like, oh, he barely hit him. This was one of the worst punches in the history of punches. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are making so much out of this. It's Aaron, not, it wasn't a punch. No, it was. He tried, a it looked like he tried to grab Grady's head. He kind of just pushed him off. I thought. Yes. Now, listen, you can't do that. No, okay? absolutely. Not. But let's. It, people are making it like it was a serious life and death situation, which is just absurd. Like it was. He incited more than anything. It wasn't the punch. It was the kind of the riot between the two teams. So it was broken up. Oh it yeah. It wasn't that big a deal. Okay. Yeah. If Michigan was 22 and four, there's no way Jawan Howard would be suspended. When you're struggling and you're the head coach of a program that's struggling, you can't do stuff like this. They're no. waiting for things to Absolutely. fire you. And so he's got a little bit of a history too. Yeah. He's caused a little bit of a uh, problem. I got, a, I got an, I got a, an opinion on this too, but uh, you know, Jawan Howard's not not a trained coach. No. He's not a trained coach. He's a former player, and you know they act a little different. They really do. Yeah. Uh, if I walk through there and I'm matter, you know what? Because they called that timeout, and and it it goes against the code of coaching. When but here's another thing that goes against the code of coaching that Michigan was doing. This was the last possession of the game. There was a 15 point lead. Michigan's pressing all yeah. over the floor. Why? Yeah. 
why were they doing that? You know, it's, it, the whole thing was just ugly. You know, it went oh. against all coaching principles. It really did. The bottom line is he's pissed because they got their ass kicked. Absolutely. And that is the thing that that nobody's really I've seen talk about. It's like he was just mad. We he's saw mad. this, you know, OU got mad at Baylor for kicking a field, calling a timeout and mm -hmm. kicking a field goal. Yeah. Play, I mean, come on. This is not like intramurals that, no. you know, you're not helpless out there. No, well, this, is, this is right. And this isn't junior high. No. This is. This is high level sports, and you get, if the other team kicks your ass, you better be able to take it. You yeah, know, exactly. You got to take butt kicking. And I'll tell you another thing: if he's twenty-two and four and he loses that game, he's not near as upset as he is at, at fourteen and eleven either. No, you know? no. This this is a microcosm of what has happened to their season. They've been so up and down. Look, yeah. he needs. He has to listen. Th this day and time, he has to be suspended. There's Absolutely. no other way around it that you no. can't. You can't do that. You just can't. And, no. and he has to be suspended. I get it. But at the same time, it's it's a, there's been a big deal made about this, and it's really not that big of a deal. I don't um, think so either. The Wisconsin coach, yeah, I mean, I think he kind of he instigated it. Uh, yeah. You know, I think there's been times where uh, coaches don't shake hands and it doesn't end like that. You know, no. you just kind of walk off and forget about it. Yep. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I I thought it was it was just well him kinda, like honestly when I first saw it on Twitter I thought oh, that's funny and I didn't think anything of it and I get back on like two hours later and like the people are going insane about yeah. this. It's like it's, it's not I that know. big a deal, you know. It was a, it was a slow uh, sports day yesterday. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But to me having having kind of been in a situation similar similar to that um the, the the Wisconsin coach to me felt guilty or he wouldn't have tried to explain it to him mm -hmm. in that situation yeah and I, I i i think he realized you know i i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have called time cuz what's the difference What's the difference if you get beat 77 to 63 or 77 to 65 or, yeah. or you win 77 to 63? You know, what's a big deal? Right. And Chris makes a good point here. It was yeah. caught on camera. Yeah. Uh, live. Yeah. And I also think it's because Jawan Howard had been involved in some incidents. Let's call them incidents. Mm -hmm. I think this was the fourth one, I believe, some sort of a, of a confrontation of some type. I think that's another uh, reason too. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. This is a, the point. Uh, Magic said malice at the palace. This was not. If you remember, yeah, that's when Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, was up in the stands <laughs> trying to fight guys. This wasn't anything like that. And yeah, if people were comparing the two. Get a life! Like you're out of your mind. It wasn't even close. That was a dangerous no. situation. They made a no. documentary about that. That's something that will never be forgotten. No. This was is not. A That's a punch. Yeah. Right. Yes. That is a getaway from me, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's it's shut hard. your mouth. I don't want to hear your shit. That's yeah. What That's what it was. It was two guys that were upset at each other, and one guy was stupid and took it too far. You know, yeah. if they, if he walks off the floor, even if they get separated and they're mouthing, and he walks off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> he took it too far. He did a stupid thing. 
did. But the people going nuts over it are crazy. I think the the, the punishment's right. Listen, suspend for the rest of the, the, the season. Okay, four or five games. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Probably right. And then Michigan can do with him what they want at the. At the It'll end be of the interesting to see what the, how they how they react down the road. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a uh, a hero in Michigan. He was part of the Fab Five. Uh, you know that that won yep. a national championship there. Yeah. Uh, I having not really gotten into ba- in, uh, college basketball the last couple of years, I think Michigan's been pretty good. I, and then they make a pretty good run under him a couple of years ago. Yep. Yeah. So he's won enough games. They've been a major disappointment this year. They thought they were going to be pretty good, and they've got talent, and they'll play well one night and suck it up the next, or stink it up the next, and so. You know, it's going to just depend on how he is. You know, is he a pro- is he a problem to the administration? Sometimes you hire guys like that that you know have this big reputation, and they think they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. You know, they think they're untouchable. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, down the road. You kind of made a point of he he these former you know, players that are now coaches, they, they handle things a little bit differently when it comes to that. Right. Mm -hmm. And he did kind of handle it like a player would have handled it Mm -hmm. instead of a coach. I think that's a really good, really good point. I mean, I I, I just think that, you know, that's what a player does. If another player comes up and mouthing and maybe grabs his Jersey, well, he's going to grab you and try to hit you, you know? Well, you know, we're trained. We're we're we go to college and and get trained to be a coach for a reason. I mean, they they teach you this kind of stuff, you know. And you, I think you you tend to control yourself a little better if you've been through it. Uh, the incident that happened to me a couple of years ago is a good example of this. Uh, we were playing a team. Uh, I've had a bunch of hotheads, and they had a coach that wasn't a coach. Uh, he, he was not a coach. He wasn't a, he, he, he wasn't a teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. They just hired him to coach and, um, his team was totally out of control. Totally. And, uh, they had a couple of hard fouls on our kids. Um, almost hurt one of our best players, slammed him into the net, uh, the, uh, mat underneath the basket. And then a fight broke out in the stands. Uh, uh, started by parents, yes, parents, <laughs> attacking our student body, you know, and I'm sure one of our little loudmouths was mouthing, but these are adults heading off after students. Right. And a brawl took place, and what instigated it was the uh, attitude of the, the opposing team's players, had they not did this. Um the kids, two two different players were involved in this. They both got technical fouls, and he never took the the coach never took them out. Mm-hmm. Never took them out of the game. Now, most coaches, if you have a flagrant foul and you slam somebody into the mat, you take the kid out. Yeah, right. So when the brawl took place, there was about a minute and a half to go, and we were up by about fourteen. Uh, and anyway, the players were they handled it beautifully you know our kids didn't go after their kids theirs didn't go after ours the players it was okay and 
then finally, one of the kids that instigated it on the floor fouled out. And that coach hugged him, you know, like he had done nothing wrong. So yeah. after the game, we're going through the handshake. And uh, I was ahead of our head coach. And I, and I swear to God, this is true. I reached out and I missed his hand. I just missed. <laughs> I wasn't going to say a word to him. Yeah. And it was one of those things where you're kind of, I don't know, maybe I did it intentionally, unintentionally, intentionally. I don't know, but I missed it. Now I didn't stop. I just kept on going. Okay. So yeah. Andy, the other coach, Andy's behind me and he starts whining to Andy. And he says, what in the hell is the problem with your assistant coach? <laughs> and Andy handled it beautifully and said, Hey, he doesn't have to shake your hand if he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and I waited till I got to their assistant who I knew real well. Yeah. And I said, you're going to have to get him under control because I said, this is because he had coached for years and I knew, I knew him. Yeah. And, and I said, Brandon, you're going to have to get him under control. And he goes, Oh, I know. And he goes, this is, this has got to stop. <laughs> But that was the end of it, you know. So it could have happened there too. Yeah. And he could killed me. There's no doubt about it. it could have got <laughs> like that. But anyway. Well, this yeah. kind of stuff happens, you know. Well, I what I think is is funny about the whole thing, with well, two things. Two things I just I've just been dying laughing. People, people want be a you gotta be intense. You gotta you gotta get pee. You gotta go out there and act like you wanna kill each other. And then when something like this happens, they go, whoa, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you people? Why are you so intense? Yeah. It's just a game. Yeah. I saw some of that and I'm like, yeah, or you really. want to kill them and kill them until, yeah. and then it's, yeah. I mean, it's so it's game. like, <laughs> this is sports. It, it happens. Now, listen, if he would have decked the guy and knocked him out, it's different. Okay? That is but, totally different. It's totally different. He did uh, not slug him. No, push him off. Get out of here, dude. I don't want to hear your shit. That's what he did. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, come on, you know. I mean, this is this is this is sports. This happens. I mean, and yeah. again, if you sucker punch a guy, if the guy grabs him and he grabs him and throws it on the floor, oh yeah, he's done for good. But okay, this, let, like, let's. How much is this is involved too? Jawan Howard is a big man yeah and that guy's a little short little well, shrimp everybody's yeah. gonna look short up to right Juan howard i'd say he's about yeah. six seven probably he's a big guy yeah how much does that have to do with it too yeah i think it, it has a lot didn't look good did it no it didn't it did but anyway the punishment's probably right suspending for the rest of the seasons people shut up and then it'll probably i'll be over after that i mean i don't think this is a offense where he should never coach again or anything no, I like don't that know. i mean that's craziness but no. that's the world we live in people overreact and i it think is. it's just because it's on like anywhere you could go to facebook it's on you go to twitter it's, it's on you turn on television it's on it's just like Fuck, I don't care anymore about yeah. this. Like, it wasn't here, a big of a deal. Right. And here today, it's Monday. By Wednesday, they'll be over. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Well, I saw somebody say, oh, what a, what a poor representation or what a poor example for those players. Like, yeah, oh, my God. Good Lord. They're probably like, wow, he stuck up for us. You know, I mean, <laughs> They're probably you know, I know those locker... players aren't in the locker room going, well, now I can go around and punch everybody because they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's not how that works, people. So, yeah. I mean, give me. No. Um, anyway, okay, that's that's that. I don't, I don't, oh, the other thing, the yes, other thing, yes, yes, okay. 
explain to me why the coach still has a mask on. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> None of the players have them on. I don't know. It's all for a freaking show. And then if we're so worried about COVID, why are we all shaking hands again? <laughs> now, Aaron, you're getting into something now. And then, and then now when we're getting ready to scream at each other and really get anybody ever in oh, our face, the mask. then the mask goes off so we can scream and really spit and yell in your face. This, <laughs> listen, I, I just had COVID, right? It's not like I don't take COVID seriously. <laughs> but this is ridiculous what we're, I mean, we're, is this just for a show now? Is that what we're doing? Oh, we're going to make them wear a mask for show. There's nobody else on the whole floor and anybody in the gym. Nobody has a mask on, but these two guys. I it mean, had to be, God. it had to be his choice to have that mask on because no one else had it. You know, he just, <laughs> what do you think you're doing? I mean, I don't know. I don't it's, either. I, I, I don't either. You know, know. having it's, spent, uh, mama dude's home. She's doing fine. But having spent three days in the hospital, I'm taking COVID pretty serious too. I tell you what. I mean, you. It's not. I'm not like. I'm not saying you, you should never wear a mask anymore. No, I know. You've I got know. fifty, you know, players and coaches and staff, yes. and none of them have it on. I mean, what the hell? What What are you What are you doing? I mean, it's just and then nobody in the, you got ten thousand people in there and nobody in the arena. I guarantee you, maybe maybe five or ten people have it on. It's just nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. You know, I'm glad it. you brought that up because I noticed it too. And I'm thinking, what is he doing? <laughs> I was. Just, and then uh, you take it off when you're getting ready to yell at somebody. And well, I guess I can't. I guess you think they can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's just—it's like that was the thing. It's just like this is crazy. This is not. I think they, you know, uh, I, you know, when you go in the hospital now, you got to have a—you got to have a mask. You can't go near, well, yeah, anywhere yeah, with a mask. Yeah. And I was—I was. So I had a mask. I don't mind a You know, I'm not one of those people. I don't mind wearing a mask. Well, and when they uh, tell you to put it on. I put it on. Yeah. Sure, I don't have a problem with it. But every time somebody would want to talk to me, I found myself pulling it down. Because I didn't yeah. know where they could hear me you know, through the mask. I found myself doing that. Again, this isn't a mask, not mask debate. This is a no, no, no. What the hell is he doing with one on when there's there's twenty thousand people around and nobody has there's not that not that many, but I mean it's just it's it's just seemed like yeah. that's pretty worthless. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, I know. I, just, I, I don't know. But anyway, let's let's move on from Jawan Howard's dumbass with the again <laughs> one of the worst punches in the history of punches. It was bad. And uh, let's move on to, let's see, that was the bad. Is this the ugly? <laughs> this is a sports show, but we have to have a little bit of talk about Bob Baffert and the Kentucky Derby. We have a Kentucky Derby winner today. Yes, that's right. <laughs> February 21st, 2022, the 2021 Kentucky Derby was won. Mandaloon <laughs> wins the Kentucky Derby today. Medina Spirit officially disqualified um, from the race, all purse money been uh, has going to be redistributed, and uh, yeah, Mandaloon the winner, and then a 90 day suspension and a $7,500 fine for Bob Baffert. So finally, we get some news. It was weird though, because it's like you know, Medina Spirit has passed away, and it's just kind of it's almost like ah, that's now he gets this taken away. Not that that he would care, but. <laughs> I know, but but then the other word as well. Baffert got what he deserved. Maybe I, I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about this. What are you, what are your thoughts? Well, Why, we, did you think they would ever do it? 
I don't know, but we do have uh, a new trivia question. Who is okay. the only Kentucky Derby winner not to win the first Saturday in May? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Country House. Uh, oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I right. guess my question is, more than anything, is why did it take so long to do this? Yeah. I mean, they had a, they had the evidence the day after the derby i mean what changed between now and uh, february the 21st of 2022 uh, 2022 i don't that's what that's the part i couldn't understand why well, that's, a, that's the thing and i you know we've been doing it for 10 years like i said on a, on a show earlier and i've been lucky enough we have been lucky enough i should say to meet some people within the major you know industry of of uh, uh sports media and we've been able like so we went on four or five different shows once this happened on the national level and they would all kind of say well when when you know a couple days we're going to know the outcome of yeah. this i said if we know before next year's kentucky derby he did. This I heard year's kentucky it. derby winner is it'll be really surprising and that's the thing like nobody could get there's like what are you what are you talking about i know and i said well this is this gonna be a long fight and who knows who knows what's gonna happen um, well, as it turns out, we did get to know before this year's running, just a we couple did. months before. So, yeah. Um, listen, you could go about it all, all kinds of different ways. The biggest thing here, it, like, I don't care what the excuse is, you didn't test clean. And huh. when you don't test clean, you get suspended and you lose huh. and you lose the race and you get disqualified. And, and here's the deal, Aaron. I've heard. I've heard a lot of people who support him somewhat say, well, it wasn't very much. It doesn't matter what the quantity was. It's a banned substance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It makes no difference. And maybe he didn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. You know, I'm sure he doesn't sit in there and, and, and rub down horses, you know, and trim yeah. them and all that stuff. See, I think he doesn't do shit, to be honest. I think probably not. Now, I'm not naive and said, oh, he had no idea what's what's happening in his barn. But he probably didn't know exactly why the horse. No, I, I, I think I believe that. I think I yeah. could. I don't have much trouble believing that. Mm -hmm. You know, usually when you're that big, you got a lot of assistance. And, and, and the bigger you get, the further away from the everyday duties you become. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is, in, in, you know, in anything, really. Well, and so, his biggest problem, though, is he, he he's, this is not the first positive. No, he, he's no. so many of them that it's right. just something. That's like the that. thing. It's happened too many times. And, you know, and it's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, Bree makes up, Bree brings up, that's hard to say. Bree brings up a good point. Maybe we should pre test horses prior to big races. I don't know why we've never done that. I don't either. That makes sense. And then if they fail it, they don't run. And then the betters don't get screwed because, again, okay, he got disqualified officially. If you bet on Mandaloon, you didn't get your money today and you never will. So, yeah, Aaron, explain that because I've had so many people, and I know at least a lot of you guys here that are on the chat with us understand this, but some of you may not. Uh, one of the first questions I was asked over and over is, what happens to the purse money? What's the deal on that? Do you have to give the money back? Explain how that all went down after the race. As far as the, the like your winner share of the purse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that all that's all redistributed. So basically, there's a hold on it where it's not sent out, and now that it's over, they'll send it out. Uh, as far as that goes. So, now, go ahead. Okay, when the race was over, the purse didn't go to anybody, right? No, it's held until everybody passes the okay. the, the test, and then it's sent out. Okay, so yeah. the purse money was never never given to anybody, right? Yeah, because. Right. Yeah. So so now the purse money will go to uh, the owner and the trainer and the jockey of Mandolin. Correct. Correct. And but the betters are screwed. Yeah. So yeah. That, they get nothing. That was another common question as far as uh, the national media not knowing exactly what happened. And, and that was a, the question that would always pop up. So what about the betters? What yeah. when can they expect to get reimbursed? And yeah. As a guy that's followed this, it was also it was hard not to just laugh. And I said, guys, the betters are screwed. It doesn't yeah. matter if they just disqualify them tomorrow, six days from now, six years from now, you're screwed. Yeah. And that's so often, well, pretty much always, the betters get the short end of the stick in this game. I mean, don't even get me started what happened yesterday at Santa Anita. I mean, that was just a, a, a crime, what happened at Santa Anita yesterday. It was a crime, what happened at the Breeders' Cup uh, this year. And then, you know, you got things like this. And, you know, the thing about it is this is highly publicized because it's the Kentucky Derby. But right. I think what a lot of people don't realize is this happens a lot in day-to-day -day racing. And you may, you may never even hear it, uh, it, that it happened, you know. so Yeah. I'm wondering, um, I think Jason's saying down here that he didn't think Bafford was fine enough. Yeah, I, thought, I agree. I do, too. Add another zero at least to yeah. that because, okay, I've said this many, many, many times, two or three times on this show. I don't know why a guy whose legacy is already made, it's already made. If yeah. he never won another race in his life, he's a Hall of Fame, maybe the yeah. best player of all time. Yeah. And why would you, why, why do you have to cheat? Well, why do you even think about cheating? I just don't get that. I've, I've thought that a lot. I've talked to people about it. I said, and they, their answers are usually the same. So when you got an ego like his, you think you're above and you get away with it. You just think you're above the law and you don't think you're going to get caught. Cause it's kind of like a logic from a person like you and I, it's like, okay, let's say we're cheating. And yeah. then we won the triple crown twice. There's right? nothing else to do. Just right off in the sunset. Do? Keep your yeah. nose clean, and you're going to be the greatest trainer who ever lived if you that, did that. That would, would have been, that would have been his legacy. Yes. And nobody could have argued with that very much. And the worst thing about it for me, and this is just me personal, personally, everybody has their worst thing. I mean, well, let's be clear. The horses that he's killed, that's the worst thing. That's okay. the worst. That's the worst by far. So let me put that out there first. Don't, I don't want to take anything away from that. That's awful. And he... And, research it it's bad anyway it doesn't i'm not gonna get into that but we we had waited 37 years for a triple crown absolutely american pharaoh wins a triple crown it's one of the most it is the most special thing that's happened in racing since i uh started following right, right. i mean it was an unbelievable moment everybody in the country was excited about it we, we, yes. we transcended just our horse racing community we were nat nationwide it was we have no evidence one way or the other what what was in that horse's body, American Pharaoh. He may have been 
I know it's wishful thinking at this point. He may have been clean, but it doesn't matter if he was or not. It'll always no. be tainted. And justifies will be worse because he tested positive for a substance in the San Anita Derby. And if he would have been disqualified that day, he wouldn't even ran in the in the Kentucky Derby because he wouldn't have been qualified for the race. So his is go. tainted, and we have evidence that it's tainted. And then American Pharaohs will always be too. Do you think I've heard I've heard this mentioned? Correct me again, because I, I I'm talking to the I'm talking to the choir here. You you're you're, you're the expert. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, each state that has horse racing in their state, they control their tracks, correct? Yes, each, each state has its own set of rules, okay. procedures, governing body, if you will. Yeah. All right. So, for example, Bafford can run in Arkansas, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't we need a national commission that well, controls yes. the whole damn thing? Yeah, we absolutely do. Um, and if you're listening to this and you're a horse racing guy, you're like, yeah, well, yes. And if you're not, uh, let, let, I'll explain how it works. We have some people that just like sports that are listening right now. Pretend that each division within the NFL, not conference, just division, like pretend the NFC West played by a different set of rules than the NFC East. Exactly. They played by a different set of rules of the AFC West. Right. On and on and on. They all had their separate things. Or even, even to a greater degree, pretend every single team had their own set of rules, guidelines, principles, yeah. whatever. Where it's almost like saying, say the Kansas City Chiefs, suspend Patrick Mahomes. But the suspension only counts in, in Missouri. So when they went on the road, he could play. Right, right. That's racing in Absolutely. a nutshell. Think about the outrage if that happened in the NFL, if a player got banned in a state, but could go to other states and exactly. play. I exactly. mean, so that's why sports people, when they hear this shit, they go, well, they don't do understand I, it. Uh -uh. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. They, and think, I, they think the rules are equal and at every track. That's what they yeah. think. Now with this official suspension that happened today, this 90 day suspension handed down by the stewards of Kentucky, but it's in Kentucky, but, but, Okay. Usually, and I, I use that word strongly, usually in these situations, other racing jurisdictions will honor that suspension because it's been sent down by the stewards today. So as of now, Maryland has come out and said, Bob Baffert, we will uphold the suspension and Bob Baffert will not be allowed to run horses. at the he, can't, he can't run in Bell at Belmont. It, 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 yeah, so so you know Doug O'Neill got suspended in California. He shipped Hot Rod Charlie last year to the Louisiana Derby. Louisiana, I thought, well, hell, he'll be able to run. Louisiana had said, no, we will we will uphold this, and the assistant had to run the horse. But two things: one, who knows if right here, you really think California will follow that rule? No, I, I don't. They let him get away with it, so. That's number one. That's where he races. Will they do it? I doubt it. Number two, he can appeal and immediately it goes away. And then there's a long appeal process. That's what's going to happen. So that's the next saga in this never ending cycle. for Matthew. But the bottom line is, as I understand it, because Kentucky has ruled this, he can't appeal that and then run his horses, can he? No, the Derby is still its own thing. 
Okay. And no, he he can't appeal and all of a sudden be eligible. No, that's not. not, not <clears throat> well, it seems to me like, and again, this will never happen because if 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 I was rich enough to have horses as good as he has, give them to somebody else. That'll be the end of it. <laughs> I mean, that's what we all thought would happen, and it hasn't happened. No, because we got got a lot of skin, just a lot of bad people out yeah. there. And so what happened was, um, let's see. Oh, probably. I don't know the account, but there's like five, six, seven horses. One, when it came out last year, they moved. And right. one of them was um, uh, Life is Good. Well, come to find out, they moved Life is Good because they wanted to run him in New York. And Baffert wasn't you know, able to train in New York at that time. He, he later was able to. So he got moved. And then some other ones, they were just like crummy horses. They sent to Rudolph Brissett and they didn't do anything, but they probably wouldn't have done anything to Baffert anyway. Right. But the kicker was, okay, two-year-olds are coming up. They're starting to ship out from the farm to these to the barns, getting ready for the derby. And I think the assumption was, well, Baffert's crop's going to be pretty weak. Mm-hmm. It's as strong as it ever he's is. Still got he, has, he's still got him. he has dozens. And it's Let's just see what like, these idiots don't get. It's just like the owners of Medina Spirit. The horse is it's dead. It's yeah. of no value because we don't know for sure, but yeah, it's safe to maybe assume that the drugs killed it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you know, it doesn't happen very often. A horse like that dies. Mm-hmm. So you got this you got this prized possession that you may have paid seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for, and you give it to this guy. I mean, how smart is that? When you got Todd Pletcher, you got a lot of guys that can go out there and win. That's the thing. These guys that that have the majority of the horses right now for him are tied in with these other big time guys too. I don't get it. Like you don't think Todd Pletcher can train a racehorse? Like I kind of think he can. And just for a year, maybe just not give just take a year off from him. You can go right back to him if you love him so much. But I think a lot of guys can train racehorses. Well, I tell you what, I think you and I could train a horse like Life is Good, who he had. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But Eric Gio, who uh, is no longer training, uh, but he he made a comment. People were talking about, ah, oh, maybe Pletcher's, you know, doing something too. Life is Good still running very well, and he chimed in. He said, "When you got a good horse, you could train anybody to train the horse. It doesn't matter. Like you, so you just got to spin them around the track a few times, and they're ready. You know. Um, so yeah, but uh, I think Brad Cox could train a horse. Yeah, I think Chad Brown can train a horse. Yeah. I can go on and on and on. There's a lot of guys. Steve Aspuson, you know, he's not too bad. No, I no, mean he's not too bad. He's pretty good, you know. Yeah. And you know, if you want to, if you want to go to California, you know, John Sadler wins big races. Yeah, he's not Tella wins big races. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're pretty good. But they're they're showing support for their guy, and I guess I give them credit for sticking by him. I mean, it does take some guts. Yeah. Dennis asked, uh, he asked a question a while ago when we were talking about a, a commission on national. Oh, yeah. Who commission. do you appoint? Yeah. He got it. Okay. Here's what you would have to do. You'd have to get horse racing people, people within the industry that know what the hell is going on. And then too bad he's getting a little bit too old, but, but the D Wayne Lucas would have been a fantastic commissioner. I don't know. You don't think, I don't know. <laughs> Well, he 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 needed to be on a committee of some kind. Maybe a committee. I don't think he needs to be in charge. Yeah, he's too outspoken. But <laughs> you got to you got to get horse racing people. You can't get people that are like uh, uh, chairman of the board right. or some companies. Those kind of clowns. 
you know, well, and it and I don't think it'll ever happen because I don't know whether these states want to give up their, you know, control over these tracks. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Bill Mott, Sylvian says, I think that's more level-headed, calm individual. <laughs> yeah. Well, you need somebody that's been around. You know? No, you do. You do. But you know, Dennis, I've often been asked that question, and it is a very good question. I, my reply is always. If we can find one person to oversee and operate the NFL, the yeah. NBA, the NHL, Major surely League. to God somebody can oversee and operate this. Like it, I understand there's 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 different. It's different. I understand that, but it's still one person in charge of a huge operation and millions and millions of dollars. You just got to well, get somebody that knows what they're doing. And the other thing is too, and you've said this. Each track tests and reads the tests of the horses different than the other tracks. And, and that right? is a huge problem for people who are not cheaters, by the way. Some medications are legal at some states and some are not. Yeah. And that's a problem for everybody. It is. Yeah. That may not be the issue with this certain topic that we're talking about, but it is an issue with around horse racing. I know a lot of guys that are clean as a whistle and they, they tell me, it's crazy. Like the things we have to do, it's like studying, a, you know, a, a freaking, how you know, a, a car manual, how a car operates. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So uh, yeah. He, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me why he would even, I mean, I, they're going to look at his horses now every time. Right. Yeah. Because of his reputation. Well, and outside I would of think, California. Yeah. yeah. And I would think, the hardest part about training horses is clients. He had to have clients. He has he has the best clients there are, and he gets the best horses. So why would you want to? You're going to win the majority of the time anyway, whether you yeah. cheat or. Hi, that's the thing. Like, you know, life is good. I mean, he was going to be good no matter what. And and that the other problem with this, and he deserves it. He's always going to get, you know, that speculation now. And it's like, yeah, sure. this, all his horses from, from now on might be clean, but he'll, he'll never outlive it. So, and, and again, if it was one positive in the Kentucky Derby and that's the only thing on his record, I would feel terrible for him. I would because it can't, mistakes can't happen. But when they happen over and over and over and over right. and over again, it's not a mistake. Well, if that was the first time, maybe nothing would have, it wouldn't be near what this is. It Probably. Just would, they no. would have done what D Wayne suggested they do and just <laughs> flush it down the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he shouldn't be commissioner. No, no. He's he's out there, but you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's comments here. We got a ton of them. Uh, yeah. Jason says it, it's not like each team is their own, but like say New Jersey had uh, the Giants and the Jets, and Florida yeah. controlled the Bucks and the Dolphins and the Jets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how it is. And in in college, SEC did what they wanted to do, and the Big Twelve did what they wanted to do, and the Big Ten did what they wanted to do. So it is kind of like college. That's kind of what happens anyway. No, it doesn't. There's some uh, Wayne says, college. is that Olympic Russian ice skater trained by Baffert too? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, uh, are other trainers using juice too? <laughs> is the sky blue? See, look, that's a nice rhyme. Yes. Um, that's the thing. The Adoros words. Yeah. Um, but after just take a break for a while, give Lucas the barn for a while. Well, Lucas or somebody. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. I would have a ton of respect for Baffert if he just took 90 days and said, you know what? Forget it. 
Here it is. Y'all have it for 90 days. I'll be back. I, I, I have a ton of respect if he just say, screw you guys, I'm done. Well, that, I don't know that <laughs> if he said, screw you guys, I'd have respect for him, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Sylvie says, uh, Baffert is so bad for the game right now. Yeah, because this is what happens. It, it tears you apart. Uh, Twitter's just been a nightmare all day. Uh, yeah, you already said Bill Mott would be a good commissioner, and I agree. Nice level-headed guy there. Um, let's see. Really wonder if they had to couple the entries, if they would move to different trainers. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't really know what that means. Uh, let's see. Connelina Rice seems to be the committee. Just <laughs> appoint Andy Serling. Um, no, no, I don't know. No, and no. You hate Andy Serling. Right? I do. With a passion. What now? Explain. Explain to the people why you hate Andy Serling. Papa Dude's very popular. He may become the most popular person. If <laughs> for hating Andy Serling, why do you hate him? I don't like he's uh, when he misses a race, it's the jockey's fault. It, he got a shitty ride. He didn't say that. He's he got a horrible. I just tired of him. I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, I you, don't. You, I mean, I I don't. Yeah, I don't like a guy that picks some long shot, which he does a lot, and yeah. then they don't come in. Well, I had that. But that jockey just had a horrible ride. <laughs> yeah, I, and and. No, no, you picked a ten to one horse and he didn't win. Okay, I don't, I don't care for him. I know that everybody says he's a great guy. He probably is. I just don't. I don't like. I don't like guys who pick 10, 12 to one horses and then they don't win. And he blames everybody but himself. I mean, he's never been nice to me, so I can't say that uh, he's a great guy. I'm sure he's. I don't know. I've seen no, him out in Saratoga. He is. Some people say he is. He did I say hi to me the, the last time I saw him. So I don't care for him. So I don't. It's just whatever. Hard for me. I just don't. Okay. I don't know what he's like away from the track. Mm -hmm. He might be fine, but I don't. Uh, let me rephrase it. I don't <laughs> like the way he analyzes the race. That's what I don't like. <laughs> well, that's, and it's, that's his, his job is race analyst. So <laughs> right. yeah, he may be a good person. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you're a big Tom Amos fan on that show, aren't you? Don't you like Tom Love Amos? Him. I think Tom Amos is honest on that show. I don't know about horse training, but <laughs> no, I do like him. I do. I yeah. like him. I like everybody on there, but Andy, to be honest, and <laughs> like I say, he may be a heck of a guy. I just don't like him making excuses when he misses races. Yeah. That's what I don't like. I know. I know. Uh, Agriculture Canada tests every race in Canada, small and big tracks. Sylvia says ah, that was supposed to happen here with the FBA, and I don't think it happened. I think something screwed up. Well, you know, Canada does a lot of things better than we do. Um, <laughs> let's see. The coach says, simple solution. Don't bet races where Bob Bathurst entered, entered in. I haven't bet yeah. any races in which he runs. That's not a bad idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. It's it's not going to change anything, but it's a good way to say, hey, uh, me personally, that's my stance. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, a lot of people see. don't like Andy on here. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm getting to him here. Okay. Medicaid different in every state, like Lasix. Yeah. CDI could care less if Baffert runs in the Derby. Yeah. The, the Derby's the Derby. They don't need him for that race. That's true. Um, uh, he's going to Dubai to train for the Saudis. <laughs> you know, Aaron, another thing about Bafford that I've always liked, he's anytime they interview him, he seems like a pretty good guy. 
don't you think? He's always been very uh, friendly to us. Um, we haven't had direct contact with him, but friendly to the media and stuff like that. And I think that's why people have kind of stuck up for him until it happened in the Derby where they couldn't stick up for them. Him, yeah. Should say. yeah. yeah. Uh, Sylvian asks, why is Linda Rice still not suspended in New York? Because she appealed that suspension. And that how many months ago was that? And we still don't have an answer. And so that is another problem. Um, if she loses her appeal, she'll be gone. But for right now, she appealed and she's, she's good to go. Uh, yeah, Andy Dead Rail Serling. That's right. That's he always talks about the Dead Rail at Aqueduct. Um, let's see. I have an Andy Serling story. I'll tell you guys. But hold on here. Do we have an over under for the number of suspensions Cody Baffert receives once he's a trainer? <laughs> uh, Andy couldn't pick a winner from the results board. <laughs> James, says, I like that one, James. I don't know if that's true, but uh i don't like the way he talks to people who disagree with him then pounce when your horse beats his uh-huh yes that's what i was trying to say that was part of what that's another yeah. i'm glad you brought that up because he does do that yes yeah uh let's see can baffert run in keeneland no um he cannot uh let's see let's see if there's anything else here yeah it's been six months i think since i think you're talking about the linda rice thing since linda rice was uh Suspended for, geez, I don't remember how long, for a long, indefinitely, I think. And, uh, yeah, six months after suspension, and she's she entered like five today. So, wow. yeah, there you go. Uh-oh, um, Phillips said Andy had three winners today. Three winners out of eight races. That's very good. That's pretty good. I don't think he's as bad as people think. I think he rubs people the wrong way, and then when he has a bad day, people just pile on, pile on, pile on. Well, you got to remember, I don't watch him every day like you do. <laughs> well, I don't. I, I don't. Um, so this right here, okay. Here's my Andy Serling story. This is all right, story. This is good. It was 2015, and I Andy and us were not friends, but we had interacted back and forth on Twitter some, right? So mm -hmm. it's the 2015 Travers when American Pharaoh went up to run in the Travers. Okay. Andy had picked against American Pharaoh every race this year leading up to the Travers. He picked against him every time, every time. Get to the Travers, Andy Sterling picked him. <laughs> it was on his pre-show. It was a big thing. He picked him. We're talking to him. Uh -huh. So I joked, and I, I, like I said, I had sent Twitter messages back and forth between me and Andy for a couple of years. I sent a message on Twitter, and I said, I said, oh, no, kiss of death. Andy finally picks American Pharaoh. He might go down today. By the way, he lost. But that's all I said. <laughs> he blocked us on Twitter for four, let's see, it was five years we were blocked by Andy Serling on Twitter for that comment. So he has paper-thin skin. That's the one thing I can tell you about, about Andy. And then he unblocked us to make a big deal out of nothing with a jerk Jay Privman and him attacked us for no reason. Um, and I said, Andy, after five years, you unblock us for this? I'm just glad I can see your tweets again because the two old guys were wanting to get after us and uh, that didn't work. It, it didn't mm. work. And then Jay Privman tried to get Magic kicked out of the uh, Santa Anita press box. So, yeah, that's the kind of guys those two people are. So just remember that as you're – for no reason, absolutely. You were, you were kind of ragging on me because I didn't like him. No, I think Andy's okay. I think Andy. <laughs> um, I think Andy plays a character. 
when you he see probably, Andy out at night, does. when you see Andy out at Saratoga, and he seems like a normal guy. I think he plays I, a character on Twitter. You're probably absolutely time. right. You're probably right. Yeah, I, I can see that. He's part of a show, and that's his role. You know. Now I don't get this one. Explain this one to me. Okay, uh, Wayland says. By the way, fifty-two minutes in, this is the best show we've ever done. All right, uh, is Jonathan Kitchen the Bob Baffert of handicapping contests? You don't know what happened with Jonathan? I saw he got in trouble, but I don't. What was he cheating? I mean, how do you? No, I don't. I wouldn't call it cheating. Okay, so okay, explain that to me. I did read something, but I didn't get into it. Do you like? Do you like Jonathan? I do. Okay, I. I think of. he seems like. <laughs> Come he's on, I don't good. know. I just watch him on TV. I think he seems like he's a nice guy. Well, I, I know him personally. He's always been super nice to us. Always, always friendly to us. Um, so I can't say too much bad about him because he's always been a great guy and I have respect for him. I'm not going to bash him. So, but he did something wrong, uh, very wrong here. So what he did, he was in the NHC contest on Pegasus Week. Uh, right. That's week. Right. But, you know, Samich was there and our, our boy, Dr. Tang, was out there. Everybody was out there. You have to be physically present and in the room making the bets. That's the okay. rule of the process. Okay. Well, he threw a fit about it. Suppose I shouldn't say threw a fit about it. He said, you know, he, he got it worked out where he could, because of COVID concerns, he could be in his hotel room and he could send a runner to make the bets for him. Which okay. that's not that big a deal, right? If that's I would really not think so, wouldn't think so, no. But that's not what that he okay <laughs> he left Vegas on Friday, okay, and he went to the Pegasus, and he was calling from the Pegasus to put the bet for a guy to put the bets in for him. He was at a racetrack instead of in Vegas yes. at a hotel. Yes, <laughs> and he thought he could get away with that. Exactly, Jonathan Kinchin. Everybody knows who that is. So he uses COVID as, a, as an excuse so he could go to the Pegasus and play the NHC. Well, the president of the NTRA, believe it or not, was at the Pegasus because, I mean, it is a big race, <laughs> you know. And so anyway, he, he sees Jonathan, he takes a picture of him. It's a big deal. And he's suspended, I think, two years from the NHC. because Really? Of yeah. As yeah. he should be. Right? I think... I think so. I think if he hadn't have used that excuse of COVID and I mean, I can't, I can't leave my hotel room. Maybe not, but that's over the top. Cause that's lying. Trying that's to make, a lie. <laughs> yeah, he lied. He tried to make special circumstances and then he went. Anyway. That's a lie. He should be suspended. Yeah. Uh, I think so. So and again, years, that's quite a bit. And I saw Vic Stoffer. He tweeted out that he skipped the NHC because of COVID concerns. He didn't want to be in that room. There's 400 people in a room, okay? Yeah. So it is concerning. If you have health problems, if you're yes. scared of it, yes, it is concerning for the NHC. But Samich came home and he goes, I just pray I don't have COVID, you know? So anyway, exactly. Exactly. Um, so Vic didn't go. Vic said, no, I'm not going. And to qualify for the NHC and not go, that's that's. And he usually goes. Yeah, he usually goes. And that's 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 tough. That's a that's a blow, so to speak. You know, that's, yeah. that's hard to say no to. Mm-hmm. Vic hears that they made this exemption for for uh, Jonathan to stay in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Vic Vic asked for something similar and was not accommodated. Supposedly, mm-hmm. so he was very upset as well, and I, I think he deserves to be. So I do too. Yeah, uh, Coach says a good handicapper doesn't follow the rules. Had to be on site. Yeah, and he thought Pegasus was more important. 
and I get it. I get wanting to go to the Pegasus. His girlfriend was at the Pegasus. Um, she owns, or, or I don't know, her family owns, I don't know if she owns all of it, uh, a big time restaurant up at Saratoga. And they had like a catering thing uh, in, the, in the rich section there. Um, so I think that was a part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. But like, the other 400 people showed up and did what they were supposed to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kinchin is also part of the rules committee for the NTRA contest. I did not know that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Still, Dennis is right. Baffert gets 90 days and Kinchin gets two years. That doesn't. I agree. <laughs> That's too many years. I mean, one, I'd say six months, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, yeah. Gamblers screwed again. And then coaches, if it was you, uh, it'd be for life. The suspension probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Most people, let's see. That's not true. Uh, some people within the industry and I think that's where Andy and Jay really come in. They do not like us because we're in, we're not the old guard. Sure. We didn't, we weren't born into this. We're kind of sure. new blood. Sure. And I think they have a problem with it. And uh, not yeah. all, most, most people really like us, but the, the older crotchety people like that, they. That's the out. way it is in any profession. It's, it's yeah. horse racing, coaching, teaching it's anything yeah it really yeah. is no you're right you're right and like I said it's 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 so one-sided they have problems with us and it's, i don't guys i don't care about you guys at all like i don't know what like even when they like they, they try to call us out for this and that it's like i don't okay like, i don't care if you like us or not well it's <laughs> so. like they can have it's like they can have an opinion but you can't no exactly exactly and and it's funny when it was over the Jay Pridman thing. I'm just telling all the secrets today, guys. You're getting you all are. the inside information. Battle of by Midway. The way, by the way, we're 35 minutes into this. I know. Well, this was which is fine. I'm just, just the time has flown by. I know. This has been good. This has been therapeutic. This has been a very therapeutic yeah, session. You're getting it out there. I'll tell you. Battle of Midway, a horse that retired and went to stud. Well, he couldn't. He he, he couldn't impregnate anybody. He had like. They, Covered 200 Shoot. mares and two of them got pregnant. So Shoot they, blanks. They, yes, exactly. So they brought him back in training. And hand to God, Justin Zayat tweeted, or not tweeted, texted Jared and said, Battle of Midway is back in training. And so Jared tweeted out, breaking news, Battle of Midway back in training. Well, supposedly, Jay Privman had the exclusive story on this. And he wrote it for the DRF, and he was the only one that knew about this, even though we knew about it. And Jared did not. We didn't write an article. We didn't do a video. We didn't do anything. Jared said, sent one tweet, said, breaking news, uh, battle midway back in training. And because we did that and we didn't credit Jay Privman, who we didn't even hear it from, by the way. Yeah. Jay Privman tried to get Magic kicked out of uh, Sandy into Press Box for us stealing Jay Privman's information with no credit. By the way, it's a tweet. We didn't write an article. We didn't do any. We, we had one tweet from a source that not him that we heard about. And uh, also him and Andy Serling attacked us for a whole day on Twitter about how we're unprofessional and we're terrible for the game and we're liars, cheaters, and scum. When it was fact. When it was not his, he didn't even inform us of what happened. And yeah, we sent out tweet, one tweet. You tweeted a fact. Exactly. You're not a liar. You treated, you tweeted a yeah. fact. 
I know. So that's what that's that's what started all that. Yeah. See, I knew these guys weren't any good. I told well, you. it again. It was just one of those. It's just like I I don't know. And I tweeted back. I said, I really I don't. I swear to God, I don't know what your problem. Like I don't know what we did wrong. And he was like, you need to be better. And you really have made me mad if you are too dumb to know what you've done. Got See, a text from somebody in the industry and sent a tweet. I don't know how he did anything wrong. And then, by, and then the next it. week when Magic went to Santa Anita, he was called into the to the office in the press box and wow. warned. <laughs> so they're just trying to intimidate you. That's all they're doing. Yeah, it seems like that's this was well, Battle Midway. Hell, he he's been dead three years now, I guess. He he he's was been dead, he's been dead as long as the Battle of Midway. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> So it's just it's just crazy. It, the other thing is, even if we saw his article and then tweeted that out, we it's still is it like ethical? No, but it's not illegal. It's not like we did anything like like criminal. You know, it's just like you, well, if we saw it from him, we should. But his just assumption of we know nothing unless we read the DRF is hysterical to me. Yeah. So anyway, that's what happened with, and that's why. <laughs> I still don't dislike those guys, but I don't. It's just like, whatever. You know, I know a lot on him that I can't say on the air either, <laughs> legally, <laughs> from not from me, from other people. So anyway, uh, we'll leave it at that. All right, uh, we've we've done an hour, Papa Dude. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Tonight? Let's quickly just run down the highlights of the weekend. Okay. And if you would, I, you probably don't have have anything to put up where I can. If I have to do this from memory, I don't know whether I can do it. Like, well, can you put the top 25 or whatever? Can you put anything up? All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. I don't uh, know if anybody even cares, but. Let's see. We are getting down to the nitty gritty now. Yeah. Talking. That up and let's just run down through those. All right. Well, let's tell you what. What are the three big time games that you want to. Okay. Let's. I know the first one. Auburn got beat at Florida. You were tweeting. You think Auburn has a terrible coach, Bruce Pearl. I agree. Talk about that. I, I think he is absolutely awful. I saw him do the same thing he did at Arkansas. Stand over there, not call timeouts. He has a fantastic team. Florida played their ass off just like Arkansas did, just like teams are going to do when you go in there and you're that highly ranked and they have talent. You know, they're decent. They're going to play hard. And just sit there and let those guys get beat. And I don't understand it. I when you got players like he's got, and you don't call timeout and draw up something, and you just stand over there and let them get beat, I just don't understand it. And I think they're talented enough to win it all, but they're not going to. I don't think so. Yeah, that was one. Um, I was very impressed with Arizona uh this weekend. Uh, again, I think they're one of the best uh, right now in the country. Uh, scroll down there a little bit, if okay. you would. If Arizona, you my team to win it all, by the way. Uh, very disappointed in Kentucky on Wednesday night, I think it was, mm-hmm. or whatever it was, when Tennessee drubbed them. Uh, so they've dropped a little bit. Uh, Kansas looks to me like they're starting to come on some. Uh, keep going. Uh, uh, by the way, real quick, Louisville up 39-38 against USC. 
Uh, Dennis says, stop the game. And uh, Coach says, this NC Louisville game is good. So we got a good one. You're watching that here in just a minute. Uh, Kansas, like I said, I think they're playing better as Baylor is too. Uh, There we go. I yeah. agree with you, Dave. First, Bruce Pearl out in the first round, says uh, Dave. And uh, uh, I think he's time. a great recruiter, obviously. Yeah. But how's he getting those guys? Of course, I don't think anything's illegal anymore. <laughs> Waylon's got a uh, question here. Might answer that as we go. It says, yeah, whose record is more overrated, USC or Colorado State? Wow. Um, I was really pissed at USC last night. Uh, they were awful. Um, I had them as my best bet. All they had to do was cover five and a half. Lucky to win against a team that's not good. Yeah. So I think they're overrated. I think Colorado State is – well, I don't know the – did they make the top 25 today? Does anybody know? I haven't seen it. You know, I haven't I looked at it. I don't think they did. Uh, I think they're tournament worthy, though. Anytime you're 22-4, and four, and that Mountain West Conference is tough. That is a good league. Uh, so I would, I would answer your question. I'd say USC right now. Uh, they're, they just have times they don't play very well. So, anyway. Jason says, Bruce Pearl's tactics are now legal. He's lost his advantage. Man, that is a great point, Jason. Everybody's cheating now. Or it's not cheating anymore. Yeah, a, they, yeah. They, they got blown out by uh, UNLV. You know what, though, Waylon? You're right. You're absolutely right. But UNLV is playing awfully well right yeah. now. They've, they've been winning. Uh, it's a good point. That's a good point. Wyoming got ranked last week, and they got beat too. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate the Mountain West. It's pretty good. That's a good, solid league. Uh, Baylor, easy one there over uh, TCU. Mm-hmm. Duke's Duke. You know, yep. here's a team I think you better start looking out for is Villanova. Uh, they're playing pretty well. So impressed with Texas Tech. Yeah, that's a huge win at Texas. That was a big time win. They got another one during the week against somebody pretty good. Heck, I can't remember. Those Big 12 games are all alike. Uh, that is a team, man, they're tough to play against. Here's one you stay away from. That's Michigan State. I don't know. I'm sure they'll get in the tournament. I'm not sure they're worthy. UCLA's playing well uh, right now. Arkansas got a big win against Tennessee. What else we got? Oh, Iowa, huge win. Over Ohio State, they're playing their way probably into the tournament now. I think Ohio State is vastly overrated. If they were, uh, I don't know, Rutgers, somebody like that, they wouldn't be in the top 25. Here's my favorite team, and that's Murray State. Uh, I don't think they're that good. But, guys, 26-2, and they're in the tournament. If they don't win their conference tournament, they're in. And if they're not in, something's wrong. So – Watch that down the stretch. Let's say they get into the whole Ohio Valley Conference tournament and they get beat, they're going to take up a bid yeah. of, a, of, of a big-time team somewhere. No question. Uh, Marks makes a great point. Big Ten has been a crapshoot all year. That's because everybody's so good. Same way as the Big East. I'm telling you, there's some great, great teams in both those yeah. uh, leagues. Uh, Purdue's another one. I don't know where they – oh, they played Sunday. Uh, that's another team that – God, they're good. I think they're the best Big Ten team by far. I do too. And when they're playing, when they're on, they're on. And yeah. they are – they're big kid. Uh, sometimes I've seen him and play very well. Man, he played good yesterday. Yeah, he and good. Don't forget that Rutgers team. I was doing uh, teams on the bubble today. I wrote an article. Rutgers has got the best 
wins of any team that's on the bubble. Yep. I don't know if they're on the bubble. I think they are because they're Rutgers. But they have beat five ranked teams out of the Big Ten. I'm telling you, that should get you in. Yeah, if you, beat, if you beat the people you're supposed to down the stretch. Uh, Xavier, I think Xavier's in trouble uh, because the Big East is so good and they keep knocking people off. And, uh, you know, and I'm not, yeah, UConn, I agree with Dennis. I think they're sneaky, pretty good. Uh, Providence played yesterday, so they're not on this list here. That's another really good team. Uh, Marquette is struggling down mm-hmm. the stretch. The other team uh, it looks like they're in trouble to me is Indiana. Yeah, they don't look very good. No, they're going to have to win some games to get in. Uh, a team from the Big 12 that made some strides this week was Iowa State. They won two games. They got it, got the ship right. They were lucky they got to play Oklahoma. Any team plays Oklahoma right now should win because the Sooners have pretty much had it. You know, yeah. they've, they don't have much talent. So, but they got two wins. They're now five and nine in the conference. I looked at their schedule today. It's, a, it's easier than it has been. They need to get to at least seven conference wins, I think. Yeah. Eight would be eight. If they get eight, they're in because that'll give them 21 wins on the season. And I think they probably should be in, I think, but I think they're still going to, they still got some work to do. So guys, if you like college basketball, man, these next two weeks of the regular season, big time, big time, big time, two weeks coming up. And yeah, we'll have a lot of that on the Thursday show. We'll do a lot. Yeah. We'll get into another shout out. I want to give, we mentioned this last week. Doesn't mean anything to anybody, but me and you and a few people from around here that watch, uh, the little gal we talked about from Missouri Southern. Yep. Uh, they won two more games this week. They played their big rival twice. Haven't swept them since 2013, I think. And on Saturday, they went over to Pitt, it's Pittsburgh State in Kansas. Uh, have a good team. And she scored 36 points. Yep. Guys, I'm telling you. If you saw her, you wouldn't believe. She is the best player I've ever seen for her size. Yeah. She is a midget. I'm talking small. She's 5'4", and she doesn't weigh 110. Yeah. And never makes a mistake. 36 points. They need a three. Boom, she gets it. They need a basket. She takes it to the hole. She either makes it or she gets fouled. I've never seen a, a, a boy, girl, whatever control the game at that size. And she's a freshman. She's a freshman. And she went on the road to Pitt State. It's Pitt State, Missouri Southern, a huge rivalry. Yeah. And they were struggling. They blew a big lead and she carried them through the game. So she's something else. Yeah, she's something. She's something to watch. She's and she's a freshman. She so. is a, a great player, a great division two basketball player. So yeah. yeah. And she's one of those, you know, that great when you're looking at these tournament teams down the stretch, make sure you look and see, do they have a player that can get you a bucket when you got to have it? Because that's the key. You got to have go-to guys. But is she better than the Cavender twins? I don't know who that is. Do you know Tell who that us who is? that is, Waylon. <laughs> I'm sure she's not because I'm telling you, she's at D2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she was 5'9", I, I, I'm serious. If she was 5'9", 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", she'd be playing at UConn, oh, yeah. South Carolina, yeah. or Baylor, or anywhere, and she'd be 
a professional player. There's no doubt about it. She can no probably doubt. play for the bigger schools in D1, uh, the, the smaller D1 schools. I yes. Say. Like a Missouri State right up the road could probably play there. Well, evidently they didn't think she could. Hmm. Missouri State's good. Yeah. So, oh, what? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. But anyway, Missouri State lost a game they had to win again. Yeah. Uh, down in our neck of the woods, they'll be crying because they don't get in the tournament. They never win the game they have to win. So anyway, well, they can't ever win their tournament. And that's the key to getting into the tournament that's from right. the Missouri Valley. Win the Hello. tournament. Um, final thing we'll talk about in the NBA All-Star game. Uh, Dennis says, what were your thoughts on the game, the defense, the dunk contest, all of that? I didn't watch a second of this. So uh, I'm 0 for 3 in all three sports All-Star games. He <laughs> didn't watch any of them? I've not watched, I did not watch one second of yeah. whatever that they call that NFL fiasco. <laughs> one second of the NHL, one second of the dunk contest, one second of the NBA. And I, I, I'm surprised you didn't see this, Dennis. I tweeted out, <laughs> I just got finished painting the bathroom and the Pro Bowl, the NHL All-Star game, and the NBA game, I... I had zero minutes watching paint dry. I had 15 to 20. That's how. <laughs> no, I'm not watching it. No, I'm, I I'm didn't either. Not. No, I didn't either. Um, somebody was tweeting about it, and I thought, hey, gosh, guys, you got to get a life. Like, I, I'm not why would this. anybody play defense in these games? Why? Why would, you, why would you do that? I don't know. I, I mean, know. you're just out there having fun, and that's yeah. fine. There's no, yeah. there's no law against that. Those guys, I, I'm assuming. I saw the score this morning. Yeah, I think well, I predicted it the other day, 176 to 162. You were close. I was because that's the way it always is. Yeah. Now, uh, are those guys fantastic? Oh God, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Well, I've always said I had a different appreciation for NBA basketball players when I went and saw them live. You know, oh, TV yeah. gets a little boring. Um, when it's not the playoffs, but I saw them live. It's like, yeah, this is there. It's they make it look easy. That's why it gets boring on television sometimes. So it's not East West anymore. No, it was Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Maybe oh, they, they like draft they draft them. them. They yeah. draft them, but Team Durant didn't have Durant. Oh really? Was he hurt or something? I don't. I don't. He's I, I, don't I don't know. He's been hurt for like four weeks. Well, That's I thought he was in the All Star game though. His Team Durant. I thought he played. Oh, I see. That's why the Nets are playing so bad. Well, I know Look that. This. Look at this. Montreal three, Toronto nothing. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, as far as, as talent, and I'll tell you another thing. I, I We took our basketball team down to Oklahoma City to watch the Thunder. And we got there really early because the Thunder, what an organization. They're so nice to us. They were so – they let us – anyway – so we got on there real early where we could get right down on the floor. And I was so impressed at these stars and how they work at their game. Yeah. An hour, hour and a half before the game out there, just doing little layup type stuff, just yeah. little, little fundamental things that you'd think they never would do, but they do. And I tell you, I took uh, my nephew, it was right before COVID we went and uh, it's when the Thunder had Chris Paul, yeah, uh, and oh, yeah. Chris Paul, this guy's what played for you know however long, was out there doing exactly what you're talking about. 
he'd shoot a little layup with from the left and he'd shoot from the right and then he'd move out two feet and he'd move out yeah. two feet. He went all around the court and he they shot do. free throws. Then it, it was just like, wow, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And we got there really early because we, I wanted, he had never been and I wanted to. Yeah. Show he needed to see that. Yeah. And it's like, and there's Chris, but we walk in and we're, we are, I didn't, our seats are kind of, they're, they're not like front row, but they're in the lower section and they're right by the tunnel where oh, yeah. we cool. run out. And so, Chris Paul's out there shooting and here comes, you know, Adams walking out the tunnel and he's like, Holy cow, they're already out here. I was like, yeah, this is unbelievable. So yeah, they all were out there. Uh, I can't remember the, the big kid they had or kid guy they had that could shoot threes. I can't remember his name now. They only had him one year. Um, ah, been, that bothers me. Big, they've big been uh, a lot of guys. Yeah. He was only there one year. Great three point shooter. Anyway, we counted. I bet he shot like 153 pointers before warming up for the game. Oh, they he did. was just shooting and shoot all around. Is unbelievable. unbelievable. I tell you another thing that impressed me. The last time I went, they were playing Dallas, and it was Dirk Nowitzki's final season. You know, he'd already yeah. retired. Mm-hmm. Now here's a guy who's 40 years old, has been at the top. You know, mm-hmm. he's out there an hour and a half before the game shooting threes working on his game and at that particular time he wasn't playing 15 20 minutes a game right yeah and there he was and that's just you know that's why those guys are the way they are yeah exactly exactly that's 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 why they are at the elite level uh you you don't you have to have talent absolutely but you have to work you have to go to work you know you do and they and they do so they definitely do yeah, they definitely, definitely do. Final question. Who performed better on the ice, Jamaican bobsled team or the men's U.S. hockey? <laughs> oh, uh, Waylon, I'm still not over it. Oh, yeah, Waylon, you're talking to he, – he, that bothered him. I didn't sleep that night. I really didn't. I had COVID. That was part of the reason I couldn't get comfortable. The other part is I was mad. I, I the, It helped that Slovakia – you know, only got beat two to nothing to the team that won the gold and then came back and won bronze. Uh, Finland. 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 Yeah. yeah, Finland. Finland was the best team all all uh, tournament. So, uh, give so after we team. lost that game, were we out? That was mm-hmm. it. We didn't play yeah. again after that. Okay. And that's a killer. We we blew the game. We were up with 40 seconds to go. I gave in a goal. And mm-hmm. then we had a breakaway at the end of the damn overtime and didn't score. And then our goalie played great in a shootout, but he couldn't score. And it was just sickening because I thought we, we were going to medal. I really did this year. I thought, oh, they're going to get at least a bronze. It didn't happen. So yeah. uh, whatever. Yep. You know. Thanks for bringing it up, Waylon. I just got over it. Now I'm going to be upset again. So, no, I wasn't. I, think, I guess we got to go to the Jamaican bobsled team then. Yeah, we'll go to Jamaican bobsled. They did win the gold. No, they didn't win. Their, their sled broke. They didn't win. They, no, we were better. We we made the quarterfinals. Their sled broke, Waylon. Come on. Dave asked, uh, does Syracuse get in if they perform well in the conference tournament? I don't think so this year because the ACC is not very good. We just lost a viewer. Ricky Pasternak just turned off the computer. He threw it up against his mom's ceiling. Well, here's the thing: if if they if they go if they win like their last four games and then win a couple in the tournament maybe but the the checker is the acc is not that good i wouldn't even list it r.i.p john can't will never be the same <laughs> Mark, uh, is a little late tonight <laughs> i know i know sylvan uh, it's fine I, I no worries whatsoever i was sick for 
two and a half, three days. I've been fine ever since. I'll be good. Well, I, I'll be surprised if I didn't, I don't get it because I was in the hospital yeah. for three days, although everybody had masks, masks on. But uh, it could be this strand is not as bad as I've had it twice now. And the first time it's, it sucked. It was 10 days of not feeling very good. And then another five or 10 days of still being tired. And then another five or 10 days before I got my taste and smell back. This was, had a cold for two, three days and I was fine. So I don't know. So have you got your strength, strength back pretty good? Oh yeah. Yeah. I never really didn't. I always had strength. It was literally just, I would have a headache and it kind of stopped up, feel like you have a cold. And then if you didn't take Advil, you might start getting a little bit of a fever. So this, this was this time. Yeah, this time. The yeah. first time though, you had trouble oh, it was, getting strength back. Bad. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, it was a month before I yeah. felt normal. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That that was the kicker. The worst for me was I couldn't do any. I I didn't feel that bad. I just had no motivation to move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have I have three shots, and I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe the vaccine kind of lessened the symptoms, so that could be. But maybe. Whatever it was, I'll keep uh, keep trying to, you know, not. I'm going to try to not get it again. I really don't want it a third time. So <laughs> the worst part is, I'm, you know, you know I, I'm very lucky. I've got a great setup down here. You can see in the background that my wife looks like she's trying to get a movie ready for us. So, uh, yeah, I've got a good setup and it's it's fine, but it's it's being away from each other for, for a week. Yeah. It's, that's, that's the pits. That's the yeah. worst part. And, and, you know, not... I don't feeling like I can go get something to eat or wh whatever, you know. So Sylvian says there he works with a girl three months with no smell. Yeah, it's a good thing when a girl doesn't smell. <laughs> well, Sylvian, um, Heather got it, and she still she she can smell, but she doesn't have it back fully, and that was December of two thousand twenty. Oh, know? that's right. Yeah. She she has it, but it's some things still. No, mm -mm. it's it's well, gotten. I'd lose one of the two. I'd rather lose the smell than the taste. Oh, That's a thousand percent. Yeah, that yeah. was the most. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, this is it, Wayland. This, this is, is it. This is our last one. Aaron, would you like to see Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestle at age fifty-seven at WrestleMania? Yes, Wayland, I would watch it. Um, hopefully he's okay. Would. I thought hopefully he was dead. No, he's not dead. Oh, it's 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 what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I think uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, he is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, two very very different people. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. That's like I'm sure you've heard what I've heard, Waylon. That uh, yeah, the, the Warrior. Now you've got me doing it. Stone Cold coming back for WrestleMania. Uh, it's in Dallas, Texas. They've got a ton of seats they need to sell, and I think he's the only one left to do it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he's able to do it. So, all right. Does that make Ric Flair 97? Yes. <laughs> i tell you what, guys, you're giving me so much inspiration here. Aaron and I have been worried about July shows. Yeah. Well, maybe even June. I think we're going to just come in here and we're just going to talk shit for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll love it. It won't be much different than our regular show. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that thought, we are going to get out of here because I got the rebel guide to finish up and get ready to send out to all you guys who are subscribers or who are going to buy it. Uh, rebel guide or the rebel stakes coming up Saturday at Oakland. We're going to talk rebel on the Thursday show for sure. So if you like us talking about horse racing, we will be talking about the rebel. That's uh, the big race from our home track. 
Got that going on. You got Magic Mike happened earlier today. Make sure to check that out. I think they talked Derby. Kind of talked about the fairgrounds uh, debacle. Uh, not so much the Derby prep, but every other race. And uh, let's see. Yeah, that's, we'll be back Thursday. Uh, Bleakers off Thursday. Magic Mike Thursday. Magic and I have some videos we're making. Um, that sounded weird. Horse racing videos we're making. Um, so they'll be out Tuesday, Wednesday-ish, I would say. So, a lot going on on the YouTube channel, like always. I hope you guys like the extended kind of content uh, that we've been doing. We've really put a lot of effort into that. And, um, yeah, it seems like people have enjoyed it. So, all right, there's more. Papa Dude, come. We're not – you're not we'll, – we'll save those for Thursday, Jason. We're not doing Dumbass of the Week right now. We've went too long. So I'll, I'll find one. Yeah, he, he will scour the Internet. <laughs> I'm getting on that right now. All right, that's your assignment. Find the dumbass of the week for Thursday. Thanks, everybody, for listening. It's a good show today, I thought. And uh, like I said, we'll be right back here on Thursday. This has been a presentation of RacingDudes.com, your destination for all things horse racing and sports betting. Whether you want free winners, expert insider picks, up-to-the-minute trackside weather reports, or podcasts and videos for bettors of all skill levels. Never make another wager without visiting the Racing Dudes first.